Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast here on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. Your host, Dave Sturcho, America's fan, Keith Ernst, and, of course, nationally known comedian, you know him from Cobra Kai, and he's on the road right now. Brett Ernst, what's going on, fellas? Yo, what's up, man? I'm glad to be back. I know yeah, you guys. Right. We, right. We, we didn't leave you high and dry last week. I mean, look, that's what happens, man. You're busy now. Things are opening up. Your your dates are getting full, and that, that's a good thing. So I good thing. Get that. What? what was it? What, I didn't even listen to it. What was it about? How do you not listen to it, man? Yeah. What the hell? What's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, come on. At least uh, lie and say you do. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. I'm asking you what it was about. I don't. I don't know. I'm saying all the times you travel and you get on the plane, just pop the damn buds in and hit play and listen to the soothing sounds of your yeah. brother and I. That's all you had to do. I, I was. Well, I was trying that thing. I, I actually. I, we actually. I actually. One of the conversations we brought up is. Um. I told Sturge that uh, have fun at a game with you when you tell him to sit down when he tries to ch- when he tries to cheer. Yeah, why don't you count eight white claws in five minutes? And then trying to act like a yeah, huh? that's I'm you. That never happened. I'm I'm that generic. I'm you thinking I never went to a football game before, except when I went with you. I'm watching. I'm watching this kid power drink White Claws like he's in college. First of all, they don't sell White Claws at AT and T Stadium. Secondly, I saw you eating chili cheeseburgers and chili dogs as your fat face was getting wider and wider, telling me to sit down. On a fourth and goal play because I was Brett, all excited. And Brett, I got, I got to oh, say, Brett. Uh, well, hold on, Brett. Brett, Brett. You know, I'm just gonna record you next time. That's it, and then let you look. Yeah, go ahead and record everyone else in this section that was having fun. Brett, record everybody having fun in this section as you sit there, like you know, you're in yeah, school or whatever you're doing. Well, Brett, I'm saying Horrible. the only reason why that came up is that we were trying to. De- I was also debating about going out to training camp in Oxnard. You know, so we were talking about that. And then it led into like, hey, are we going to get some some games? And he's going to go to the one in L.A. And I brought up the fact that, you know, you were going to have tickets to that Philadelphia Monday night opener. And yeah, I he's got like, yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, good luck with that, because, you know, you're not well, going to be able to be a fan. It's a lot of fun to watch Keith drink and then think he's that's not it. Drunk. Right. Because, you know what? So, Sturge, guess what? You can't even drink at the game. So you can't, can't cheer. Drink? You can't drink. Yeah. Wait, what? Pretty Why? much. That's that's let's have fun. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be so much fun. When did you become? Oh, so that means we can't when did drink you be, when, did you, when, did, when, when did you become like? You know, I, don't, become I don't. I don't. I don't need a counselor when I'm watching Marshall, a football Marshall, game. I'm a grown man. I, oh, I go yeah, to two no. Dallas Cowboy no, games right. every year right. on my yeah. own. I go to two I mean, Dallas Cowboy games on my own every year. I've never been kicked out. I've never been in a fight. Everybody loves whoa, me in the area. Whoa. You've never been kicked out of a, out of a, out of a stadium. Well, Seattle's different. <laughs> 
they deserved it. Don't you guys realize nowadays that if you get in a fight, you can you can make yourself worldwide known? Like, do you understand how popular Dude, the sons of four are amazing? We want to go viral so we can get some followers, man. Yeah, there you go. Sons, sons and four. Sons and four guy it's got the best. from like from like five thousand followers to sixty five thousand followers and interviewed on Barstool overnight. But anyway, yeah. I digress. But All today, right. as as Cowboys are get inching closer and closer and closer to training camp, it is a very, very dead time uh, in the NFL right now. Not a lot of news, but what Blogging the Boys has decided to do this week is to start focusing on some of our premier players uh, that are obviously going to be on the team come 2021-2022. There's no, no bubble players here, and there's no guys that potentially be cut. So we actually have uh, – they're going to be doing the top five moments to some of these current players. We get the luxury of kicking the week off here on a Monday uh, with Ezekiel Elliott. So the thing with Ezekiel Elliott is I'm a I'm a Zeke apologist as of right now, based off of last year. Um, I think you know the fumbling issues and all this other stuff that's went down. I truly believe there's there's still a lot of talent left in the tank, and I want to get your thoughts before we go into our list. I'll start with Brett. Do you think, despite the Despite the fumbling issues and, and the down year last year, do you think this kid still has his best football in front of him? I mean, the question is, does he? Absolutely. I mean, he's still a kid. It's. I think. I don't know who. I think Keith brought it up about his off-season work ethic. Like, it, it, I think that needs to change. You know, uh, I remember reading somewhere that Emmett uh, always had somebody to stretch him. Like he was always staying limber, so he would not have injuries, and he and he did. He basically stayed. Pretty injury prone. I mean, uh, avoided major injuries his whole career. Um, what was that? Jerry Rice would do like ballet. You know, there was all these. Walter Payton would run hills. You know, so I don't know what the off season's like with him. I think the kid has all the potential in the world. And yeah, I, I think he he does have his best football in front of him. But la if but if last year's an indication, I mean, we've seen this before. You saw it with Icky Woods. Remember Icky Woods, Keith? He had like. Of course. Four good seasons, and then that was it. He was done. I mean, he was, the I think, the MVP of the year, and then he was over. So that happens way more often than the Emmett Smiths, the Walter Paytons, and the Barry Sanders, you know? Right. So, yeah, I think he does, but it, it all depends, man. It all depends on what, you know. Yeah. Keith, what do you got, bro? I think, I mean, this is what I'm shocked at, too, is that he's only 25, which means in 2016, when he was killing it, he was like 20, 21 years old. Young boy. Yeah. I mean, he's young. So, I mean, he's still young, which makes sense, kind of. I'm not saying, I mean, Emmett didn't do that still, and Jerry Rice didn't, and all that with his off-season workouts. You know, he's still a kid. You know what I mean? With millions of dollars. Um, so, now we're seeing he's 25. Apparently, He's in the best shape of his life now, they're saying, right? That's what we're reading, yeah. They're saying he looks great, so he could have matured, you know, so that, that's something positive. Um, but I do think, yes, I do. I do think the the his he still has some great years ahead of him. I mean, I know he's a kind of a power runner and an elusive runner at the same time. Yeah. We know what happens to power runners. Right. They don't last long, which is my prediction of Derrick Henry to, to drop off this season Oof. because of that. Bold. I know it's bold, but I'm just saying what it is, what it is, man. You know what I mean? I mean, and and what made Walter and Emmett and Jerry great is what Brett was saying. The offseason programs were phenomenal. I, I believe it was Lynn Swan with the ballet, bro. But no, uh, Jerry, Jerry did as well. I know Lynn oh, Swan. Oh, he did it too. It was a popular I remember, thing. I used to hear about that all the time. I, I remember did. an episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood where Lynn <laughs> Swan was on it. 
and he was like doing the ballet and you know it's was, it was fun but anyway oh, it was, it was yoga which it's one of those things that it's something outside of the football world yeah. that they lose to say limber and injury and that and that's the thing you know they i mean a lot a lot of these kids think that they got the talent that's all they need but it's not if you want a long career in the nfl you know it's there i mean follow jerry rice follow emmett smith follow walter payton follow these greats you know, and, and you learn know, from them, and you will have a long, good career. I also think, too, man, like, we, we I do it. Keith just did it. We call them kids, right? But in reality, our grandfathers were, were storming Normandy, and they were younger than that. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. My grandfather, our stepfather drove a truck at 12. <laughs> and now and now we're looking at a 20-something with, with, with millions of dollars, you know, even in the seventies and the fifties and sixties, these guys were men. They, they caught, they carried themselves. I think we need to start bringing that back. Yeah, you know, I, I could not agree with you more. I think it's a, it's a great, I mean, you know, there was the big debate, which I, I'm for it by the way, where, you know, college athletes are going to start making some money off their likeness. So, you know, the Supreme court upheld that, right? I'm, I'm a big, big fan of that. And that they deserve every dollar that these kids could possibly earn at this point. I right. Think. So because I mean, like it's it's unbelievable. If the coaches can make millions of dollars as the head coach and the schools can make millions of dollars off merchandise sales, oh, no, the, kids, the kids are getting nothing. And I'm like, that's complete garbage. And I think uh it's a great ruling uh for, for them to be in there. Well, the, the the school itself makes billions of dollars, right? Everybody eats off the football program. Uh but there's only maybe 15 programs that really make money all the rest lose money you know that right I, so, I so yeah yeah so i mean you're looking at merchandising and all that other stuff so yeah they should get paid but now that my brother's you know he had, he had to switch headphones but now that he's back i want to make we we're talking about how the college athletes how now they're they're able to get paid off their likeness which is fair, fair. Um, but now there was somebody talking about well then if they get paid then the college has the responsibility to teach them how to manage that money no they don't we're, we're, we're coddling grown men now okay mm -hmm. you're you're an 18 year old and you could go to war and i was saying about the, the generations before us you're 20 something years old you're you're in the league you're making millions of dollars You've got a window of maybe 10 years if you're lucky, six, what, or the average career is three or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Start being a man. It's not cute what you're doing, you know? Well, and it's not cute being like, you know, ah, oh, stupid and whatever and, and acting like a jerk off. Well, Get out there and train. Be Walter Payton. Be my There's been people before these kids, and, and I'm not saying that they're all like this, obviously, and I'm not even saying Zeke is. But there should be an, an expectation as a man. It, these are men, right? So go pack your lunch, put your lunch pail, and go punch in. Punch the clock in, man. It's time uh, yeah. to go. Yeah, I think, I think right mm -hmm. now you're seeing a different – to me, this is just a demeanor of what I've seen based off of articles that I've read on Blogging the Boys, based off of things that I've seen around the internet, Instagram, and stuff like that. It looks like Zeke – is has a different demeanor this year as far as like you know last year stunk and he knows it you know what i mean and like these i call them kids because they're listen they're 10 years younger than me but i'm like i i think that these guys have this mentality where they don't want to be and i'm not saying like made fun of isn't the right terminology they don't want they want their legacy to be known as something great you know and i think that zeke elliott has that in him to make sure that he's not remembered for the 2020 fumbling season. You know what I'm saying? Are you, 
Are you also noticing now that their their greatness to them is defined by likes and, and followers? Not not so much. Not so much. Well, so what's, what's your legacy? Not again. Not all of them, right? And and, and again, I mean, the NFL's always had the elite. But what it takes to be an elite person and, and elite in anything that you do, it's it's the work you put in before the job. It's right. like that in my business. You right. know, in line from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. just to do three minutes. You know, you, you put you put everything into something if you're a professional. And and again, if if if, if, if Zeke takes that attitude, which I'm not saying he doesn't have, I'm assuming he does. But this kid has the potential to be one of the best running backs of all time. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. So but the, the other problem is this, is that, you know, to me, if, if, but if you're always had that gift and that if you see, that's the problem with, with absolute talent is, is a lot of times they just have the talent. That's what made Jordan so great. Right. Yeah. Like, like if Jordan was seven, one or five, 11 or six, eight or six, nine or whatever, he would still be as hungry as he is and still as competitive as he is. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's that, you know, for shout to like Kobe Bryant, that Mamba mentality. Just yeah, always, Mamba, yeah, that serial killer, killer mentality where I got to be the best. And, and, I, and think, if, I think if he does that, I think he could be one of the greatest to play I the think, game. I think him, I think Dak Prescott, I think guys like CeeDee Lamb, I do think these guys got some something to him, you know, and we'll, now we're sticking with, Ezekiel Elliott, as we start, but Dak, Dak does. Dak, Dak definitely does. Dak, Dak, Dak has that work ethic, man. Dak's not a. Dak is is all business. Yeah, yeah. How many times I've watched him in front of that camera at practice? He doesn't clown. He's right. like, go Cowboys, best fan base, and he just goes back to work. He's not like, right? You know, which is so. Which is something I would do. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and obviously people don't see this, but Brett's posing and stuff and, and doing the selfie thing. And yeah, yeah, totally. I get it. He's all business. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a smart water alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Well, the, 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 the guy at hand here is Ezekiel Elliott as we get into our top five Ezekiel Elliott moments. And obviously, we've constructed our own list here and there, but we want to come up with a collective top five hard, you know, hard copy here for the, for the Blogging the Boys podcast listening fans. Um, I'm going to, I'll start Keith. And what I'll do sure. is this, I'll say my number five. And if it's anywhere on your list, we'll, we'll, cross you know where it is. we'll, we'll just kind of, we'll, we'll, we'll settle on that. And then we'll okay. I'll, write it, I'll write them down. I'll keep track. So you guys yes. don't have to worry about it. Okay. There you go. All right. So mm -hmm. I'll start at number five and it's going to seem like this should be higher, I think, but I think Zeke in this first, you know, he starts in 2016. He, he rushes all the way in 2020. So he's got four or five years in the league already. He's got a lot of moments, but I think a lot of it comes from his rookie year. He had a phenomenal rookie year. Um, his breakaway run, game-winning run against the Pittsburgh Steelers comes in at number five for me. You put that at Because I think he's got a couple other moments where I'm just like, whoa. You know, mm -hmm. and like this one, the Red Sea parted and Zeke gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that's, that's why I'm not saying it's not a good run, but as whoa. far as the highlight, the hole was massive and he just sprinted. It was no, – uh that's my um that's my number three. Okay. Um 
the 32 yard run by Zeke, it was, uh, like you said, it was first and 10. Mm-hmm. There was like 17 seconds left. We just got across midfield. I remember like yesterday, Jason Winton, and they got a face mask call that yep. put us closer. Yep. And then I was like, okay, all we need is this, you know, all we need to get is a field goal. We're in field goal range. And then Zeke just bam. And they were stacking the line. Do yeah. you remember they stacked yeah. it? Yeah. No, it was like because they were like, <laughs> yeah, they were like, okay, we know they're going to run it just to get in there because they know it's Jason Garrett too. Right. It's like they're going to run it just to get in the field goal range. And he just said, damn right I am. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> right it, through. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. No, but that's my number three. Uh, that's the only that's the only one I remember. And that's, that's what's good. hilarious. Like I know <laughs> you two <laughs> well, can, can go right. back and recall. I just remember that moment was one of the most exciting like I was I can tell you exactly where I was. And, and I'm awful with names and all that stuff. Dude, I I, I was like that 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 just that won the game. I didn't, you know, it won the game. And then not to mention, he got us. Didn't he catch a uh, uh in that game, bro, you would remember, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, well, well, let's uh, keep going on the yeah, list, bro. Keep going yeah, on the list. All right, so, um, <laughs> so, so, and another thing is that, um, that happened on that. It just seemed like the Steelers are going to win that game because, um, remember, like he did the fake, uh, uh like he, yeah, yeah, and then he threw it, and it was just like, oh man, there's no, there's only 42 seconds left. It's like, all right, well, hey, you know, Dak's doing great. We're going, and then we drove down the field. All right, my number five is actually. The Bengals game at wow. home. All right. This made my honorable mentions list. Okay. So and the reason I say that is, is we still were not being respected. And when I, if you look at that game at home, we had a better record than the Bengals. And I remember this, the Bengals were favored and they were saying, and they were saying, oh, now you're finally, now they're finally playing a defense because the Bengals defense was really good. And Zeke just, he had a, he had a 13 yard touchdown run, but the one I'm calling is this the third quarter one, the 60 yard run run that put us up 28 nothing that said, All oh. right, all right, NFL, we're this team's for real. I think the best, the best part about so that's that my run, number five is that 60 yard run. The against part, the Bengals. Yeah, the best part about that run is when Jim Nance is like, In case you wanted to know what Ezekiel Elliott's 60 yard dash time is, there it is. You know, yeah, he just, yeah. once he went, he was he was gone. gone. Yeah, there was no yeah, they didn't stand a chance. I mean, they scored, they scored 14 garbage points, Dalton to. Um, whoever the receiver was at the end. Good old Red Rock. I'm, 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 I'm you going, this team's for real, and we're going to lose in the second round. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, they were for real. They were. Then. They absolutely were. So, yeah. hey, And then we're going to go eight and eight. <laughs> Which eight games are we going to win this year? <laughs> so, all right. So, my number four is, that has to be on your list, Keith. I know it does. This one is showing Zeke's versatility, not just as a runner, is this but, the as, but as a pass catcher, yeah. not, not, in the, not the one you're thinking of, Brett. This one sets the Cowboys up to hit a game-winning field goal against Detroit. This was the oh, – he dropped that. in that bucket, and Zeke l- literally has to turn around. He went like this, yeah. Yep, yep. I mean, that play – That's not that, on my list. That Wow, all right. That guy showed that he – has the versatility not just as a runner but as a receiver out of the backfield. We've seen mm-hmm. him. Do, we've seen him do the screen pass thing, and I'm sure that's going to wind up on our list. But like, there's, there's def- this one was the wheel route, and he was just, it, you know, Dak dropped it in the bucket, mm-hmm. and we won, and we beat Detroit that yeah, it was day. Over, it was an over his shoulder catch because yep. it wasn't, it wasn't that easy to make. No, not at all. That's why. it was still, it was a great catch. It was a nice catch too. It was a difficult catch. I remember that play, and that yeah. set us yep. up for the field goal. Yep, and, beat and that's your number four. 
That is my number four. Yeah. So Keith, your uh, your Bengals is number five. Mm-hmm. My number so, four, I would want you. That just made honorable mention for you, right, Starch? Yeah. Well, again, that could possibly line up on the list. All okay. Right. My my number four is um, – and the thing with the Detroit one, too, not to go back to it, is uh, – Is that on your we, list, though? We already – no, it's not. And the reason why it's not for me is we already wrapped up home field advantage. We wrapped up everything. I mean, that game that we played, that's the only reason it's not I, – I mean, it, if I'm going to take something from – it was what like I like by that time I knew I, I kind of felt what this team could do. You know what I'm right. saying? It was right. still a spectacular play though. Mine is the number four is the Steelers screen pass. And the reason I'm doing that at number four is <laughs> I even gave up. When I say I, get, I know it was only the first quarter, but we only kicked a field goal and the Steelers scored two touchdowns. And I remember I went to throw out the garbage. I'm like, okay, this is where this is the train's gonna slow down. And then I come up and my wife's like, they just scored. I'm like, what? I didn't even see the play live and they were replaying it. And I saw that screen. I'm like, holy, like that was, a that was, I mean, that is my, that's what makes it my number four moment is that it kept us in the game. And it was a fantastic, what was it like 80 something yards or something? Well, that's, well, that's, that's why on my list that, you know, you say it's number four. That's my favorite Zeke play ever. That's my number one. Awesome. Yeah, he catches that ball out of the backfield, and he's gone. He caught that ball. I don't remember the mm-hmm. line of scrimmage, but he caught the ball on the 12. So he went 88 yards down the field. And let yeah. me tell you something. The breakaway speed that this kid possessed in, in his rookie year was just incredible. And I, I'm, and I chiming, think that was, I'm chiming in. We're, that one's definitely – all right, that one right now is definitely at number two. At the very least. Okay. Okay, okay. right now we're putting that at two in case you have another – Keith has a one – well, so that's well, definitely making the list. So both the Pittsburghs are definitely making the list. Yeah, yeah. So right that. now, number two, I'm putting that catch because that's the one I was going to bring up, which yeah. you told me. To I, 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 yeah, I figured you were going there. Right. Yeah. So that one, I'm putting that at two, okay. and then, um, and then the, the Pittsburgh run at five. So we got the screen at two and the run at five. Okay. As okay. of now. You okay so with that, Keith? Sure. All right. All right. All, All right, right so um, my number three. Yeah, do your number three. My number three, we already talked about. So, oh, okay. So my number three. Uh, if you guys remember yeah. this, it's it's a, one of the iconic runs. It's against the Eagles, and it's not the one you're probably thinking of. This is the one that he just puts his shoulder down and murders Malcolm Jenkins. I'm I talking remember that. Just pounded him into the yeah. dust, and he just kept going. And Malcolm Jenkins is one of those twi- uh, tweet, 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 tweet. You know, in your yeah, ear, talk the so much trash. And then he just that's a good one leveled and and zeke elliott was pretty much put himself on the map uh with another bulldozer type run that again we've been seeing these versatility things like we're seeing his speed we're seeing his catching ability this showed his his you know pound the rock moment exactly um, my number three for this message. yeah and it showed like how like look he's not you know this guy ain't a bitch either right. well, you know over i couldn't remember the guy malcolm jenkins malcolm jenkins yes. yeah no that's a good one man so my uh, so i'll go to my number two because sure. my my first three have been my first three are the Bengals, the Bengals sixty yard run, the Steelers screen pass was four, and the uh, thirty two yard run at the end with Zeke of the Steelers game is three. Mine is actually the Eagles game that everybody remembers. And let of me course. tell you something. Of course, this could have been the greatest touchdown run in the history of the NFL if he would have kept his feet. Right, right. And it was the Sunday night game where mm-hmm. we pretty much were. It was almost felt like a must win game. Because we've been losing, yeah. and everyone picked the Eagles to win. Vander Esch had a great game that game, by the way. 
believe it or not. I remember he had an interception. Um, but we all know it. You know, Zeke busted through the line and um, jumped, literally hurdled the safety. It was the safety, I believe. Yeah, he, he put his shoulder down a little bit. Not a lot. He went a little high, but yeah. Zeke, went, Zeke went higher. <laughs> and then he kept going and then just stumbled and almost scored a touchdown. That is one of the greatest runs I've ever seen. It would have been the greatest touchdown run. Like yeah. that's probably one of the. I mean, star, that's in my hey, top. Hey, put a star on that one, just in case. That oh, might be our. That, but you oh, know what? That might be my, like literally, like in my top three top Dallas Cowboy runs of all time. That's oh, hold on. first of yeah. all. That's the only other one I remembered. So there's three <laughs> of these I remember that are on the list. Okay, and and I think I'm a good gauge because I'm stupid and don't retain anything. But I just noticed something already in our top five. Zeke plays the best in the state of Pennsylvania against Pennsylvania teams. <laughs> well, got yeah. two Pittsburgh and two Philly, man. Yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I, and, and I love the having well, the, 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 I'm sorry. Was the shoulder down? That was in Dallas, though, wasn't it? That was in Dallas, yeah. Against yeah. against Philly teams, we'll go. But it was against yeah, Philly, yeah. Pennsylvania, or, yeah, Pennsylvania teams. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I love the point that it makes. It shows his speed. It shows the way he could catch, and it shows how physically tough he is. Like I said, man, I, I, this kid could really be one of the best to ever play the game. He's got yeah. so much talent. So, so put a star on that one. That could potentially be the winner. We'll see. But now my number two, uh, or actually you might as well give your number one, Keith, just to see. Yeah, sure. Well, just to see where it ranks. Maybe, it, okay. maybe it's the same. I don't know. I'll tell you why my number – this is why. And there's a reason why this is my number one Zeke moment. And – it's because I would say in 2016, the first two weeks of that season, when we lost to the Giants and we beat the Redskins, he did not play well. No. Okay. Alfred Morris was actually, everyone was like, wow, maybe Alfred Morris should start. He, he, he fumbled score, against he the Redskins. He did score a touchdown against the Giants, I believe, in week one. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, he, yeah, but he didn't rush for 100 yards. No. He rushed for like 50 or 60 yards. And then right. uh, against the Redskins, he, remember, he fumbled the ball. And gave the ball back to him. I mean, he was the reason we almost lost. And Alfred Moore scored in that game. Mm -hmm. And I, I'll be honest, I was pissed. And I was already saying because when we and when we drafted Zeke, I was not happy. I, I did not think you should take a running back that high. And this was proving it. Right. And I was, and that's why I was like, you know, this is this is what I'm talking about. We had Alfred Morris. We had Darren McFadden. We didn't need to do this. And it's showing. <laughs> You know, I was getting, I was getting pissed, right? I was getting right. pissed off. What'd you say, bro? I'm Darren McFadden. <laughs> Why? I, li I like Run DMC, man. I like dude, him. he was good, bro. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. No, dude. When he when he came, dude, that guy ran for over a thousand yards in 2015 and only started like seven games when he took over for uh, the kleptomaniac uh, Joseph Randall. Um, but anyways, so, uh, but no, what I was saying is, is that. And I was like, yeah, but now, coming to week three, Monday night against the Chicago Bears, the first time Zeke ever hurdled somebody was in that game. Very true. He did it in that Chicago Bear Monday night game. This man ran for 140 yards. I think he had like 20, 30 yards receiving. So now he put himself on the mat for Cowboy fans. He shut my big mouth up because then I saw like, okay, this guy is special. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's my number one Zeke moment because that was the eye opener for fans like myself 
that didn't think you should have taken a running back at so that now, pick. Do you consider that? Do you consider that a moment, or do you consider that more or less his best game? A moment. A, a moment. The the first hurdle. Yeah. Okay. The first hurdle. And it's just because I mean, every time he touched the ball, and that was like the exclamation point right there. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he was no. touching. He was. I mean, he was. I mean, he was break. He was doing his thing. And then when I saw that, I was like, okay. Well, we're right. doing top five Zeke plays. Correct. So that counts. Plays or moments. Play moments. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Same so thing. yeah, that would be the play. Yeah. Um, all Not right. So. What's what? that? Because to me, his greatest game is that Pittsburgh game. Yeah, no, not greatest game. We're not doing that. We're doing the moments, right? Right. So yeah, the hurdle that that makes that makes great. So what's your number two, Sturge? My number two is another very similar play to the Steeler play. uh, Was against the 49ers. Caught a ball out of the backfield. I remember seventy-five yards down the screen pass. Yeah, yeah, screen pass down the field. And what he did to get down there. Was was something to be said, you know? Like it wasn't just a, a breakaway sprint. He had to make some moves. He got through some defenders, and he was gone. And it was one of those more moments where you're just like, "All right, this kid is something else, man." Like he can get that ball if you get the ball in his hands. Something's gonna, something good is gonna happen. You know what I mean? So, and I think that was the that was the last game he played before he got suspended for those games. It was six games. Oh, yeah, so that was 2017. Yeah, so yeah, I remember uh, that. He, but he, I mean, he put on a clinic, and um, and it just showed you how valuable he was to the team. Because after that, you know, Dak goes, I believe, he goes three and three without him. Um, and the, you know, that was one of the games where Dak almost got killed in Atlanta. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there was, he's a valuable piece, and I'm telling you right now, if if this kid can get back to form, like a lot of these moments will be left in the dust. One we didn't bring up. One we well, hold on. You got you. That's your number two. You didn't do your number one. I, well, I said my number one was the Steeler play. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. So, but wait, one, wait, well, um, go ahead. No, I want to talk about that that 49er game because yeah, no, you want to talk about you want to talk about a huge a huge douchebag. <laughs> me, okay. During that game, because all right, I was watching it in a sports bar, mm-hmm. and and all you the um, out of the sports bar, Keith, were you drunk? No, all the audio, all the audio was uh, all the audio was you know, you know how they play music, you don't really hear it, especially if it's not like the game, right? You know, I, I think it was like it probably was like the Raiders or something there playing, but but I was watching my game without sound, and they showed uh, Dwight Clark in the box seat, right? And he stood up and he's waving, and I'm like, f this guy, who cares? Like, what is this? It's over, because right, you know what he did to us in the catch. All right, obviously. And then when he sits down, it says like he had an illness, <laughs> and he was gonna like the reason he was there. He like passed away, like I think, yeah. like, maybe that season or a little after that. How, how season. You like that? How you I like felt that like such karma. an asshole. Right? <laughs> definitely, it's definitely. Like, geez, but anyway. hey, listen, one run that we haven't, uh, we didn't touch on. As we'll we'll collaborate this list right after I give you this honorable mention. And I can't even tell you how funny it is, uh, bro. Him jumping into the Salvation Army bin, yeah. you know. I mean, that's a touchdown run, obviously, and, and the celebration is is just that. And it was something that's obviously never been done before. I think the the, the closest we've ever come to doing anything with the Salvation Army bucket, I think To might have dropped dropped a touchdown, like uh, like just dropped or dropped a pass or or. <laughs> Which he was or, really good at, or, or that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the Zeke Elliott uh, Salvation Army um, run is definitely an honorable mention. So Keith, yeah. I mean, uh, well, Brett, I, so know, I, I think that I, honestly, I think that was kind of generic. Yeah, I was a big one, man. I thought it was. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it was there. It's not like you know, 
Oh, you're talking about that the, brilliant. the Salvation Army thing? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, it wasn't that, that brilliant. I mean, you know what I heard too? Did you hear what happened? That he there were like doing it? no, there were all these toys for kids in there, and when he jumped in, he Shut smashed up. them off. <laughs> Shut up! There's yeah, and the kids never got wrong. the toys. So, yeah, you can like that though. Starch, put it on your list. Good for you, Krampus. <laughs> Just ruining Christmas and the Salvation Army kids. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, by the way, I made that up. That never happened. All yeah, right. First so of all, you want a process of elimination. Elimination. So let's, collab this, let's collab this list here. All right, hold on. I got. I've been. I've been doing some work here. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad we. All right, go ahead. You make work. the decisions. No, I will say where it's at. I'm, I'm telling you right now. This was. The, I was supposed to be the ref here. So out of the Bengals run and the Detroit, uh, the I think the Detroit field goal one. We take that off, okay? It was a great run that set us up for the field goal. Well, Sturge, okay. Then we've got – we all agree the Pittsburgh Steelers screen touchdown, right? That's it. Mm -hmm. All right, we, we all agree that Pittsburgh, the game winner that uh, with 17 seconds, we agree mm -hmm. on that one, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Sturge? Yeah, I got it. Uh, the Philadelphia, when he busted the line and did the hurdle, that one we all agree on. That's mm -hmm. possibly our number one, okay? Right. And then when he ran over Malcolm Jenkins on Philadelphia, and again, it's the Eagles. That's so, four. That's four. four. So Three for the fifth spot, we're either going to be the Bears when he uh, the first hurdle on Monday night, the San Francisco Niners screen pass, or him setting us up for a field goal in Detroit, or the Bengals sixty-yard run. So by process of elimination, I think we should agree that the Detroit run to set us up for a field goal—it wasn't a run. It was a it was a catch. I'm to catch. Yeah. Um, we don't want that, right? I mean, out of the four that we I have, I mean, it's a great play. I mean, it was an awesome play. I just my thing, like I was telling Sturch, is that you know, I don't know. It's like for me is for my best Zeke moment. That's how I'm looking at this moments. Mm -hmm. It wasn't from it. That wasn't a that great of a moment for me because I've already watched. Do you know what I mean? Like I've yeah, seen no, the season. I, I knew that that's why, I'll but it was a great play. I'll, I'll concede that one out. I'll concede that one out. Because for me, I would say if, if I had to pick, I would say it's either out of the, the San Francisco Niners screen pass, which I thought that play was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, out of all of them, I've, out of the, the ones that are left over, that was the most athletic and, and it was a game winner, you know? No, 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 we beat, oh, no, they, no, they we beat shit out of them that Yeah, day. we beat them like 40 yeah, to like. 12 or something. That was really, that what, was, what am I thinking that? I'm one you. What am I that? The, the what? The the screen for the game winner? Yeah, was it there that's a screen Pittsburgh. catch? Well, no, that's the Pittsburgh game. The Pittsburgh game, but that's, that's not the one you're talking about. That's not the game winner yeah. though. All right, so the Bengals 60-yard run, the Niners 70-yard screen pass or the Bears. Now, I'm and not just cuz he's my brother. Here's why I like the hurdle. Cause it did when, when he did that the first time I'd never, we'd never seen him. You know what I mean? That was like the first time anybody I ever seen really do that. It was, mm -hmm. it was phenomenal, you know, and, and, and it did show his athleticism. I think it should be out of the, the bears uh, huddle one. I mean the hurdle one or the Bengals 60 yard run. I'll take, I'll take the bears hurdle one only for the sole purpose of like, like, Again, very similar to that breakaway run against mm -hmm. Pittsburgh. The same thing. The seas parted and he was gone. So there wasn't much. It was just showing his speed. But if it, that that Bears moment, the hurdle kind of of a coming out party of sorts, I'll, yeah, I'll put that on there. I like that. That's a, that's fine. 
All right, so no. now let's let's do the order now. So we've got the Bears, the, the huddle on Monday night, the hurdle. Why do I keep saying huddle? The hurdle. <laughs> hurdle on Monday night. When he ran over Malcolm um, Malcolm Jenkins, mm-hmm. he busted the line in that hurdle, which was phenomenal. That uh, uh, that was on, was that was a night game too, wasn't it? Keith? It was Sunday night, Sunday night, yeah. Sunday night game, yeah. Okay. Um, the Pittsburgh game winner or that screen touchdown. Hmm. Same thing. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, so you're talking you're talking two Steeler moments, one and two? We got two Steeler moments, two Philly moments, and then the Bears on Monday night. I want to say, look, I want to say that the best Zeke moment, and, and you guys can agree or disagree, but I, I'm pretty sure we're in unison. That hurdle against Philly is just like something. Yeah, that was great. I think it's out of that and the and the Steeler run. No, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the Philadelphia busted. I I wanna say that's the number one. Okay. One the hurdle, over. Right. Mm-hmm. When, when he went over, when he went over the um, busted through the line and just and, and 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 jumped over the guy, but then the Malcolm Jenkins one, I think we go. That's number one. Mm-hmm. I think the screen should be number two. I think so too. Against Pittsburgh. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So now three, we have, three. Give it three. Give it to Jenkins. Mowing over Jenkins. Yeah, we'll do that. Four is the. the the Steeler play, Keith? The, the other Steeler play, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's four. And then the Bears. And then, and then his coming out party is number five with the with the Bears when he, when he hurt them. Sure. That, that works. That's fair. Mm-hmm. It works for me, man. All right. So let's, I think there's not going to be, like I said, we, we left a couple off and honorable mentions, of course. That 2016 season for Ezekiel Elliott was something special. So there was moments everywhere. And look. We we hope he can get back to some of this form because some of these plays, even even uh, Keith just said it before, that hurdle against Philly was possibly like a top three run in Dallas Cowboy history. Yeah, let alone Zeke moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like we we're just known for our running backs between Tony and and, and Emmett. So that that's very something. That's something to be said. You know, yeah, considering before. Zeke and after Emmett, that cluster f of of a running back. So room. that's a good call though. Like, what is the um, like what's the best what like I would put I mean Tony Dorsett's 99 yard run is obviously right. in the top but you that run that Emmett had that one against that Atlanta Falcons on oh um, my god yeah. oh, he broke, like, people, people, I think it was I'm pretty sure it was people. Monday night Keith, you remember yeah. when you were watching that yeah we're at Seth's house yeah but yeah I, I no that was uh that that is in there too I mean if we were gonna do like the top runs one day you know yeah, what I mean oh the Barber play. one against the Patriots woo Oh my Remember? god! That when he got like knocked around first. Oh, he got hit by everyone. He got out and still made 15 yards in the end zone. He ran around. Something that one was for, awesome. You know, we, we talk about Tony D and we talk about Barber. Something to be said about Emmett. My father was actually at the game where he broke his shoulder and still was just yeah. unbelievable. Like yeah. every single run. Do you think is your dad claiming responsibility for something that happened that game too from the crowds? <laughs> he was in the same seat. Papa Sturch was was, was he, is there Obviously, somehow? Yeah, listen for context. If folks don't know, that was definitely something that we discussed before we joined this network. And it was uh, my dad was in the second row in the end zone, and apparently, Everson Walls was covering one of the Giants receivers. And my dad yelled, Turn around, Everson! and Everson turned around and got an interception. What game was that against the Giants? Dallas Giants, whenever hell Everson Walls was still a corner, that had to be early. Yeah, that was in the 80s. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, but as far as my dad. Will my dad willing Emmett Smith to come out with a broken shoulder? He probably did that too. So he was, <laughs> Yo, he it's crazy out. Get up, Emmett! Get up! And Emmett got up. He's like, I did that. 
<laughs> that's me. Dude, nothing bothers me more. Really quick. This is a, a, another rant, but it'll go quick. I was at the Lemonchenko fight last night, ringside. Okay. Right. And, you know, he was fighting that the, the kid from Japan, uh, Nakataki. I can't think. Uh, what, 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 I can't say his name. Naka, was, Naka, not going to fight anymore. Not going to try. And that kid was so tough, man. That kid was so tough. And on the undercard, there was another kid that, that was fighting that didn't come out of the corner after. But I mean, he was. And people next to me, like fat slobs. You're a bullshit. You know, they're yelling, come on. Oh, boo. Like, dude, you wouldn't last 15 seconds. You can't even walk to get your beer and hot dog, you slob. You know? And, and you're watching him yell. Sort of like Brett at the Dallas Cowboy game when he's stuffing his face. But I'm saying, like, they're, they're, they're calling these guys w w wimps. And, and yes, I'm like, yeah, you know the word I'm trying to – I can't use. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yelling it out. I'm like, you fat – you beast. <laughs> You know, you know what? It, it, going back to Everson Walls, like the, I think, like out, out of everyone, the top ten, like interception leaders, there's only two that are not in the Hall of Fame, and I think he's one of them. I know, I know, he's one of them actually. But also, you know how big he, like he was such a huge factor, and I and people forget this in the Giants winning that second Super Bowl. He was That's huge. right. He was a giant, right? He was a giant. Yeah, he went to the Giants. Actually, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when they won the Super Bowl. Everson Walls with was with his arms up, which is nuts, man. People forget that he is probably next. I meant he's the greatest Dallas Cowboy cornerback of all time. I met I met Everson Walls at the, the Dallas Cowboys pro shop when I went out there by myself. I think it was 2011. Yeah, um, so, I know. I think Everson Walls is though. Oh well, yeah, well, that, well, he was he was our number two when we did our our, our list. I mean, both our yeah, corners. I, I, did, I, I do respect this about Everson Walls. He signed my hat that I had, and not only did he sign it, Everson Walls, but he made sure he put his, his statistics on it, too, like all yeah. the interceptions. And I stuff. mean. I was like, what a boss. Guys. I, mean, I should look, be at least in the ring of honor. I, 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 I don't understand our ring. I don't understand what they're doing. Um, yeah, me neither. I, I if you're really not a Jerry guy, if you're not a Jerry guy, mm -hmm. you might not, you're going to have a hard time. That's all. But, you know, listen, he was a free agent, he, and he played at Grambling. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't get drafted. He was undrafted. You know what, though, too, bro? You know what I'm thinking about Harvey Martin? The reason why he's not in the Ring of Honor is yeah. because I didn't know this. He had it. He he got in some like he had to go to like rehab. Like he got in some big big trouble in the 80s, yeah. like where he was in the, involved in a lot of drugs. And I think he would have been put in the 80s if he was over that drug habit. I think the reason they didn't do it is because. They don't. I didn't think he was ready for it yet. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, then, then Tom Landry and and them. You know, we all know what happened with them. And then Jerry took over, and we knew it's not going to happen there because he's not a Jerry guy. But I didn't know about his off the field issues. Harvey right. Martin never, never, well, ever. I just read about I, it the I other day. The fact that Ed Tutal Jones, um, Jim Jeffcoat, and Harvey Harrison, Martin, yeah, and Harvey well, Martin. If, if you're yeah. if you're going to go out of the two, mm -hmm. I mean, Harvey Martin was Super Bowl MVP, dude. I mean, the guy was a 14. I mean, how many years? 10, 11 years? I meant. Yeah. Hey, listen, that's sick. obviously it's another discussion yeah. for another podcast because, I mean, dude, not for nothing, we can go on and on and on about the Ring of yeah. Honor. Actually, NFL Network gave us a rub today. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or, or were able to get in front of a TV on a Sunday, but uh, starting early, it was the it was uh, America's, it was Landry and then Stallback and then Aikman and Emmett, all football life right in a row. 
Uh, oh, that's just, great. And it just so happened to land on the same day that I found out that I'm having a baby boy. In the yeah. Little, little Sturch. Little Sturch. And I just, I just also realized that God has a way of, of working in mysterious ways, and he wanted me to have my son on this earth so when, when we can win the Super Bowl this year. That's that's has to be it. It is right? it absolutely no. I'm with you. I thought that with my last two kids too. But yeah, you. Huh? By the way, when you his when you spell his name Brett, it's with one T. <laughs> I'll run Brett that by the, the misses. I'll see what I can do. But Brett to recap Sturch. real quick before we wrap things up, coming in at number five is our Bears leap. Ezekiel Elliott's first leap. The four is the breakaway catch and uh, breakaway score. Uh, by Ezekiel Elliott to win the game in Pittsburgh. And then, of course, number three, he's mowing down Malcolm Jenkins. And, of course, number two, the screen pass that set up a, a, a win, almost a win at the time, 75 yards, uh, Ezekiel Elliott against Pittsburgh. And, of course, the number one play in the Jersey Boys podcast, top Ezekiel Elliott plays moments is the first, uh, well, not the first, but one of the greatest leaps we've ever seen. So with that, for Dave Sturchio, Brett and Keith Ernst. This has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast, and we'll be back next week.